Hi, and welcome to Popaholics, the show where a dad and daughter dish on pop culture over a drink. I'm Steve Hall. I'm Kate Hall. And um, today we're, we're sneaking one in on the on the sly uh, at lunchtime because of our busy schedules. So, uh, Kate, what have, what pop culture have you been consuming? Are you not going to ask me what I'm drinking? What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee with cream as well. I think it'd be alarmed if I was drinking, you know, lunchtime. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, we don't drink at lunchtime unless it's the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what pop culture have you been consuming? Um, so I just have a couple of things to talk about. Um, I watched the 2020 version of Emma with Anya. Is it Anya? I always think it's Anna. Uh, it's Anya. Yeah, Anna, Anya, because she's Russian, right? Yeah. No. She's like Spanish or something. Um, she's not Russian. Okay. Uh, anyways, so with her and Bill Nighy and um, a few other uh, English actors that if, when you watch it, like you'll you'll notice. <coughs> excuse me. You'll be like, oh, I know that person. Um, I thought it was so cute. It was delightful. Um, it didn't I've take seen it good long. reviews of that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. It didn't take it, to, it take itself too seriously. Um, because I think that there's not from everyone, but I think there's a general like misconception that um that Jane Austen books are like serious romantic dramas, and it's not it's I not are- actually that like a lot of her writing was actually really funny and ahead of its time and so I think that um it I think not to like <laughs> not to bash men or anything but I think that it takes a woman um to be able to like understand that and keep the tone going because it, it also reminded me a lot of the 90s adaptation clueless which was done by um amy heckerling i think um so like it was the best parts of that with the costume stuff that we know that i all live for that i live for and it just was really cute and bill nye bill nye is a gem as usual um plays her dad or something right yeah he plays her dad and um the whole like dynamic with them and in the story is that he's like he's overprotective he's going through some stuff because her her um mother passed on when she was younger and so like she takes care of him um and she doesn't want to leave him and so that's uh that's a like continuing theme in all of the adaptations that I've seen. And, but I also think that he does that in a way that you're not like, Oh, look at this guy. It's just like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like he needs, he needs, he just needs some help. And he's really cute. He's not like manipulative. He's just really delightful and darling. Um, And then also the um, actor that plays Knightley, who is the, I don't want to spoil it, but it, but also like these movies have been <laughs> the books that are out for hundreds of years. Years, so people should know the story. So people should know that it's kind of a not enemies, but it's kind of a um, like a a, and also it sounds really weird to say it, 
like brother and sister type relationship, but it's not that it's like, um, Emma's father's protege, um, nightly is he's older than Emma. He, he's like the only one that calls her out on being like shallow and kind of like (laughs) sticking her nose in, in other people's business. It's not really like she, she shouldn't be as invested in, and uh doing the things that she did she does because it comes off as manipulative not in a mean way um but there are a couple of instances where it does you know it ends up even though it's not her intent hurting the people that she's kind of like trying to uh solve their problems if you will and so he's the only one that's like this is not something you should be doing you're not thinking about what you're doing da 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 and so of course, at the beginning of the movie, she, she like, she thinks he's annoying. She thinks that he's, you know, like kind of a snob. And then, cause Jane Austen is really good at that, um, misdirection. Um, then at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, actually like this guy's, he's great for her. They actually will have a really good relationship. And so the actor that plays him, whose name is Johnny Flynn. Um, I've seen him in a couple of things, like little bits and pieces here and there. And um, I thought their dynamic was just really good. And it was just good. You don't want to, you know, there's so much uh, pop culture now is just like, Squid Games comes to, to mind, which I haven't watched and I will not watch, but just like uh, in, uh, we know I love a good like action movie or procedural or whatever but so much of so much of it is like gore whatever whatever like there's so much like high stakes stuff that this is just a nice like just chill out and just like watch emma stick her nose in and do silly stuff and and enjoy the costumes and it's just like low stakes like ah (laughs) so I really liked it. <clears throat> well, I'm going to talk about uh, another uh, couple movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is stars of Winona Ryder uh, and Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. Um, and uh, it's called Destination Wedding. It came out in 2018. It's available on Netflix. Uh, and it's described as a romantic comedy drama written and directed by Victor Levin. Now... Uh, if you see the photo, promotional photo from this uh, for this movie, it shows Winona Ryder and Keanu, Mr. Reeves. Keanu. Keanu. It shows. It's not it's, hard to say his name, Dad. Keanu. It, show, it shows him and Winona looking at each other, and she's kind of giving him a, you know, sly smile, and they're enjoying wine. He's laughing. And yeah. you can see the wine country behind them. That's like a total misrepresentation of this movie. Okay. This is a movie <laughs> that people are either going to love or they're going to hate. Um, and I got to say the beginning of it was a little tough going for me. And then I finally settled into the rhythm of the film and then I ended up really liking it. So um, the deal is that uh, Ryder and Reeves play two very unlikable characters. Uh, they have a dust up at the airport. Okay. Um, in which he tries to get in front of her uh, and pisses her off. And then uh, it turns out they're on the same flight 
and they're also going to the same destination wedding. Okay. It's his half brother who's getting married and Mm -hmm. she is the former fiance of this guy. Okay. And she's still going to the wedding. (laughs) And she's still going to the wedding. And this, this is just, uh, there, there are other actors in this movie, but I think a hundred percent of the dialogue is by Ryder and Reeves. Okay. A lot of talking. Um, it's like really bile filled dialogue, uh, uh, mean observations about other people, uh, mm-hmm. these philosophical rants about how m- meaningless life is and why <laughs> romance never works. Uh, and, you know, you find out that obviously Ryder had her heart broken by this guy. And then Reese comes from this weird, very weird fi- family dynamic. So you sort of understand uh, what, but I mean, they are just like knocking heads. Okay like most of this movie. And uh, so of course you're thinking, well, um, just being a romantic comedy, they're probably going to get together. So I don't want to say what happens. Uh, I will, I will <laughs> say that they, uh, they do have a great chemistry, the two of them. Um, kind of like if they were, they're probably old buddies or something. Is what I felt like, you know, behind the scenes, old buddies that have. Yeah. I was going to say, haven't they been in movies together? Let's they Google. Probably have. Let's Google it really quick. I'll Google it. But like uh, I said, uh, Destination Wedding, a movie that you'll either like, you'll either love or hate. Um, give it a chance before you turn it off. Yeah. I feel like I um I feel like I tried to watch it and then I fell asleep. But tw- <laughs> but 2018, 2018 was like prime um toddler time for my kiddos so I probably just was Mm. like you know I just wasn't functioning at my highest level just because my kid was little um we I feel kind of bad that we didn't immediately think of this they were in the 1992 classic Dracula oh yes they were gosh darn it together with Gary well I think one reason we didn't think of it is that most of that movie they are part true that's true that's because he played John he plays Jonathan Harker who's stuck in Dracula's castle and she's right. uh, Mina, right? Who's back in yeah, London. his fiance, his fiance, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're in they're in that, and then they're in a couple other movies that I together that I haven't seen. So they probably are buddies off screen. Yeah. Um, huh. I feel like that's a very that's a that's a. Sorry, guys. We should well, have but, known, right? But off if the you top. had said France, <laughs> if you had said Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. You know what I think of? I think of Gary Oldman as Dracula. I don't uh, automatically think, don't think of, of any, anybody else. Of Yeah, because he was so creepy in that role. He was great. He really was. Maybe yeah. he's creepy in, really le- in real life. <laughs> Just took over. No, that's a mean thing to say. I think it is. That he's, I think that he, Gary Oldman is just a very, very talented, um, intense guy. And so he has no problem with Roles that's like right that. great guy uh, but anyways that's that's a little rant <laughs> um what else do i have to talk about not much i started re-watching um friday night lights as my like like wind down go to sleep um <laughs> there's like five seasons um it's, it's got connie Britton in it as the as the wife of the coach right are and you gonna let me talk 
I was trying to think of what is the what's the coach's name? It's uh, Kyle Chandler plays Kyle Coach Chandler. Taylor. Yeah, Connie Brit Connie Britton's his wife Tammy. Um, they have they had well they start the series with one teenage daughter and then of course the family grows um, during the the course of the show and so he's I don't know why anybody wouldn't know but for those who don't know Friday Night Lights is based on a book um, that came out in the early two thousands I think and then they made a movie. Billy Bob Thornton was the coach in that one. And then they did the series. And so Kyle Chandler. And it's about him in, football. In where? And it's about football in Dillon, Texas. Yep. Uh, that's the, that's all anybody cares about in Dillon, Texas. Cause what else is there to do? Probably not much. No, that's no, <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty <laughs> to do in Texas. <laughs> Sorry to anybody. Listening. <laughs> um, so it's just you know it's just that like small town like football is god vibes and the um and for anybody that knows me personally listening knows that i I don't care about football (laughs) i couldn't tell you one thing about football um but the series does a really good job of using that to create tension in the show and also to get you to care about these the people that are part of the team that coach the team that you know the players families like it's not just about football that's the good intro um but then you buy into like all of just everything else that's going on in the series um and so i i think it came out when i was in high school and then it was still or i might be wrong i should have googled i'm pretty I sure pulled up I was I was still a critic, I think. So that would have been late nineties. Let's no, it's not that. No, hold on. No, are you sure? <laughs> yes, that was a long, long time ago. I know it was a long time ago. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> hold on, we're pulling up IMDb so we can both. Stay a lot of times we could. Man- 2006 so actually i had already graduated from high school yeah it was so so long ago it was so long ago kate that a lot of times we would be trying to watch television and like uh you know a tyrannosaurus rex would wander in front of the screen we'd have to yell at him throw rocks to get get away from get out of the way get out of the way (laughs) um yeah so that's that's it basically and then i had i i I have something i have something that goes off of what you said well wait I had kind of forgotten about, let me finish me talking about Friday Night Lights. Um, I had forgotten about how they cover a whole, I'm, I'm on the second season right now. They covered a whole ton of issues. They covered, you know, they covered um, racism. They covered privilege. They covered uh, like different family drama stuff. What happens when the parents are absent? Like, you know, what does family mean? Is it just people that you're blood related to or not? Um, and uh, what else? And even like, cause this still doesn't, it doesn't get a lot of um, media representation as people who uh, are differently able. I don't want to say handicapped or disabled, but you remember the first, I think it's the first episode of the series. Their star quarterback is injured 
in a football game and yeah and becomes quadriplegic he's in a wheelchair and so covering how that changes his life and the people around him and all that stuff and I can't think of another series recent series that has dealt with um that like nothing comes to mind so so just you know in the only character I can even think Friday of. Night <laughs> yeah, the only character I can even think of in a wheelchair is um, the kid from Glee. But I mean, oh, that yeah. was What's that was name? that was never played for serious drama. Yeah, I don't think. Serious, yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Billy Bob Thornton, and I I stumbled mm-hmm. across a fun book. It's called The Billy Bob Tapes: A Cave Full of Ghosts. It came out in 2012, and uh, the way I found this book. Um, there's a, a guy named Kinky Friedman, and he is a musician, and he uh, he led a group called the Country Jew Boys, and they had satirical songs like uh, Jesus Kicked Me Through the Goalposts of Life, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started writing these mysteries about a, a musician-turned-detective named Kinky Friedman, and uh, it's sort of like Groucho Marx meet Sam Spade. Okay. They're very funny. They're very enjoyable books. And so I've been reading a bunch of horror because of Halloween. So I was like, oh, you know what? I, I could use something light like Kinky Friedman. So I go to see if there's any of his books that I haven't read. And of course, right. like the, the first couple, I've already read them. So I'm, I'm not sure if he's actually written any more new ones. But then I see this book that um, says it's by Billy Bob Thornton and Kinky Friedman. And so what happened with this book was apparently they're friends. And uh, Kinky Friedman, Billy Bob Thornton would tell these stories about growing up in Arkansas and how he broke into show business. And yeah. uh, Kinky Friedman thought they were hilarious and kept trying to get him to write an actual memoir. And uh, Billy Bob was very dismissive of that. And so finally, Kinky said, OK, well, here's what we're going to do. We'll have people, a couple friends over, we'll sit around, you know, drink beer or whatever, and you can you can talk and tell these stories and I'll just record them. Okay. And Mm -hmm. uh, so, so that's what it is. And it is great because a, it sounds like Billy Bob Thornton unfiltered. Okay. Um, And there's just so much about his life. That's interesting. He grew up really poor in Arkansas. They ate squirrels, you know, Mm -hmm. that was a prime source of meat. Um, His dad died when he was pretty young his mom was a psychic. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. They lived with the uh, grandparents. And then, you know, as he, as he got older, like he played in, um, this is, you know, small town, Arkansas, he played in bands with black guys and he never thought anything really weird about it. Um, and so it's just this great book of all these stories and, uh, uh, He's upfront about some of the bizarre phobias he has. For instance, he's extremely scared of Komodo dragons. I mean, I I think that's not. I don't think that's a weird phobia. I think that's. I think you're right to be scared about Komodo dragons. Okay, but here's 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 another here's another one. He won't say the word tater tots because it bothers him. He thinks it's wrong to have cute names for food. And so if, if he's referring to tater tots, he literally spells it out, but he doesn't say it. Okay. That is, that one is weird. Okay. But the Komodo dragon thing is not, that's not weird. But there, but there, there's just a, a ton of great stories in this book about, you know, 
how Sling Blade came to be and the fact that he and the his the guy who's his creative partner, they, they it took them years to break into show business and sleeping on blow up mattresses at friends' houses. And mm-hmm. um, they had they would go out for these meetings and they had one jacket that somebody had given his mom back in when he was in high school. And so one of them would go, it's my turn to wear the jacket today. <laughs> so then they would go, it was like this green, awful green jacket. But they thought that it was classy because it was a jacket. So the greatest story in here, I'll tell this, and then I won't tell any, anything else. Um, he, of course, did the actor thing where you work as, you know, a bartender, a waiter, right? And so he's at this party working as a waiter. And uh, he's looking around. He starts to notice there's a bunch of famous people there. And he uh, is going around with what he said were fish head, fish head uh, hors d'oeuvres. That's how he describes them. So I don't know what they were actually were. But um, there's this little German guy by the fireplace. That's how he describes him. This little German guy who yeah. uh, starts talking to him and says, are you an actor? And he get, Billy Bag goes, yeah, I'm an actor. And the guy goes, well, you're never going to make it as an actor because you're too good looking to be a character actor and you're too ugly to be a lead. And Billy Bob said, um, thank you, I guess. <laughs> and the guy said, but you know, you can still have a very long career in this business. Are you a writer? Write about, you know, your, your life, write about interest to create characters that are your own. You know, mm-hmm. there's, we always need stories. Okay. And so it was like, oh, okay. So then he takes his tray back to the kitchen and one of the other waiters goes, what was Billy Wilder saying to you? And so this is oh. Billy Wilder <laughs> who directed some like, some like hot, all these great Jack Lemmon yeah. movies, classic, classic director. And so he had moments throughout his, and I'm only about, I'm about, I don't know, halfway through the book. He talks about uh, like the, you know, movies. He talks about his music with the box masters. Um, and then there's, uh, stories about him from people like Dwight Yoakam, Angelina Jolie, former yeah. wife. So it's, it's, it's a good book. It's uh, the Billy Bob. Former tapes. wife. The Billy former Bob. wife and not uh, a yeah, winning actress. Well, I said it because <laughs> I said it because this book, think about it, the timing. This book came out in 2012. So their yeah. marriage had been broken up for a long time since then. Right. Yeah. But she's obviously, obviously very fond of him. So it was just interesting to me. Yes, I'm giving you shit because that's like because nobody. It's just the like the. Well, did I um, say did I say Billy Bob Thornton award winning screenwriter? I did not. Oscar winning screenwriter? I did not. So there. No, but dad. <laughs> it's it's unusual. No, I'm saying it's unusual when you you have a very public uh, romance and marriage that was kind of weird at the time, and then. Uh, carrying around vials of each other's blood. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, that um, was Yeah, but then, but then it breaks up. You know, she, everybody moves on, and then she's just very fond and affectionate. You know, towards him. That's all. That's why I said X Y. Everybody yeah, knows the actress stuff. Well, that's my point. Is that you? You could have said, "Don't assume." <laughs> what people know number one and also it's just it's just like ingrained like you didn't even think to say what she's known for in her own right you just said like in relation to to him which is fine but also if I was talking about 
her memoir, if she mentioned Billy Bob and only referred to him as ex-husband, I think you also would have something to say of, oh, he's very talented. Da, 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 da. That's the thing is like, you you can't have it the way that it's always been. Okay, done. so so I, of course, was referring <laughs> to Angelina Jolie, the uh, Oscar-winning actress and director um, and humanitarian. So, Right, uh, and former ex-wife. And former, former wife. And former wife of Billy, of Bob, Billy Thornton. Bob Thornton. Thank you. Thank you for that correction, Dad. We appreciate it. <laughs> and incidentally, he did not grow up in Arkansas being called Billy Bob. He was just Billy. And then this bluegrass guy that knew his mom, uh, he was, you know, because Billy Bob went and talked to him in Nashville about, you know, trying to get his music career going. And yeah. he goes, don't just be Billy. People will never remember it. If you're yeah. Billy Bob. You got to be Billy Bob. People will remember <laughs> who they talk to. And sure enough, there you go. <laughs> well i don't know if anybody needs to read the book now that you talked about it so much there's no. a there's a ton of <laughs> stories in there i just barely barely scraped the surface you barely covered it um well speaking of actors who this is the last thing i have to say to talk about speaking of actors uh who are also musicians number one did you know ryan gosling was in a band no did you know this i didn't either uh number two let me see if I can find it. Uh, somebody, somebody I work with told me about this and I didn't know what to expect, but also, and also, I don't know if it was like, <laughs> I don't know what the thinking was, but it's actually really good. And now I can't remember the name of the band. Hold on. <laughs> um, so he, and also, I don't know if he still is like actively um, recording music. Right. Hold on while you're looking okay the band's okay. the band's name and this is very on theme for halloween since halloween's on sunday uh the band is called dead man's bones mm. um and they have an album on spotify that is like very it's very appropriate for for spooky season and it's actually really good um which is also maybe a mean thing to say because ryan gosling is a very talented actor um but I was just so surprised and um, and delighted to to find out this information. So we should, I'll send you my favorites and we should put it on a, we'll put on a playlist. And of course we have, uh, yeah. you know, we, we talked about Mr. Reeves back there in the uh, Destination, Win, Destination <laughs> Wedding. He was oh, in, yeah, the he band, in the band, too. D- Dog Star. Um, and he said, once he said of that, uh, you know, you uh, you play guitar and then you go, I, we should probably get a band together. And you get a band together and you say, maybe we should write some songs. Then you write some songs. Then you go, maybe we should record them. Then you record them. Then you say, maybe we should go on tour. Then the next thing you know, you're touring <laughs> the world with this band just because you had to get got a guitar. So he, and, and of course, Billy Bob's band is called the Box Masters. And um you know, I really, really want to like them. Uh, their music kind of sounds the same to me. So we'll include a few of their tunes. Um, yeah. he was, he's trying to hit that sweet spot where hillbilly music meets like 60s rock and roll. Um, sometimes it works. A lot of times it just sounds the same to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> Do you have anything else? No, it's been, like you said, we've been so busy. I had started, what, two podcasts ago? I had started um, Ghosts of New York by Jim Lloyd, I think. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not done with it. Like, I can't, I don't have the brain space to, even though I said, you know, Friday Night Lights is my, like, chill out, go to sleep thing, prep, prep for bedtime. I could be reading it probably would be better um, (laughs) for me, but so that I could finish this book, which I'm sure is very interesting. Um, But I don't have the brain space and figuring out like, you know, taking care of my work and then making sure my kid's on track with everything that he needs to do. You know, it's all just like, (laughs) it's all just out. It's all, I don't know if I saved this. Hold on. I found a, somebody had, uh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Dad, this is from Twitter. Somebody uh, tweeted this at the beginning of 2021 and it's very how I'm feeling right now. This is uh, the Twitter handle is at best in CO. It's probably, it's probably a play on best in show. Um, Anyways, they said, so let me get this straight. I have to do tasks every day, dozens of them. And then I wash, I have to wash my skin off in parentheses, did not ask for skin and then lie unconscious for a while and then do tasks again. Like this is <laughs> just like, it's never ending. And I'm very thankful that I have tasks to complete. Um, but also at the same time, you know, it's just like, ugh. yeah, I could be helping my brain uh, stay active and read, but I would rather just watch Friday Night Lights, a show that I've seen before (laughs) (laughs) so that I can just like unplug, zone out. (laughs) Well, speaking of that, I saved my snippiest review for the last. Uh, There's a movie on Netflix called Night Teeth. It came out 2021. Yeah, about vampires, obviously. Um, It tries to be a horror action comedy thriller and uh, succeeds at none of them. It's kind of oh. underwhelming. Um, has good visuals, goofy dialogue, like, I bet you give good blood, right? <laughs> so the premise of this movie is that uh, years ago, vampire families divided up Los Angeles, and then they left this one area, uh, sort of a neutral zone, right, where the humans could be fine and they wouldn't bother them. Right. And in in this world, vampires are the rich and famous and control all the power. Right. Uh, So at the beginning of the movie, a vampire breaks this understanding uh, and a character named Jay, played by Raul Castillo, vows vengeance on him. So he he's getting his gang together. They're going to go whip some vampire butt. Right. Okay, since he's doing that, he normally has the chauffeur job. And so his little brother, Benny. Okay, who's played by George Lindeberg Jr. Okay, subs for him. And his very first call, he goes to this mansion. He picks up these two attractive women, uh, played by Debbie Ryan and Lucy Fry, and they want Benny to get him to a series of parties before the sun comes up. Well, of course, they're vampires. Right. And uh, they are actually going around helping destroy the other vampire mob families, right? And so Fry's character is like 200 years old, kind of a sociopath. Uh, And then the Ryan's character, she's only been a vampire since the 70s. 
Um, she's 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 not sort of nice and sweet by vampire stand, standards, although she still drinks blood and kills people. Okay, so and which brings us to Megan Fox. Now, if you see the credits for this thing, and I think the trailer, Megan Fox is prominently mentioned. Okay, so when when this movie starts, and I see the he goes, then he goes to get to the two women. I'm looking at both of them, these two blondes, and saying, you know what? That's those, not Megan Fox. That's not Megan Fox. <laughs> So then Megan Fox pops up in this movie as a leader of one of the vampire mob families. Okay. Okay. She is literally in this movie five to 10 minutes. I mean, if you blink, you will miss her. And I have to say you would not miss much because she just kind of delivers her dialogue in this very flat way and uh, obviously has no sense of humor about the material. Uh, So why would anyone, Kate, want to watch Night Teeth? Well, it's because of George Lindeborg Jr. Uh, he, Benny is a skateboarder. Uh, he's a college student. He falls asleep in class. has a crush on someone whose boyfriend makes fun of him. Yeah. Uh, and he makes music while living with his grandma. Okay. And so when he gets this chance to do the chauffeur thing, he's like a puppy that wants to run with the big dogs. Okay. And he's just very endearing as this, you know, teenage kid trying to prove how cool he is. Yeah, um, and uh, he plays awkward in and neurotic farewell. So that is uh, 19th. Like I said, the movie as itself was kind of underwhelming and cliched, but he was good in it. <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> it's you know Halloween. I had to have uh, at least one horror related thing. Yeah, when you were talking about it, it kind of reminds, Lost Boys is a very different movie, but it kind of reminded me of uh, of the movie Lost Boys, because you have the older brother, younger brother, mm-hmm. whatever, vampire clans, LA. Right. Um, yeah. And so, but you can't remake, well, you could, well, hopefully nobody gets any ideas. You, <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could remake Lost Boys. I wouldn't recommend it. You could do it, but it's it's hard to probably shouldn't. Yeah, it's hard to top Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland as a as a yeah. Vampire. He was and pretty the, intense. The box of Chinese food with the maggots and yeah, pork. yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. not <laughs> let's not do that again. <laughs> For Papaholics, oh, how can people find this case? <laughs> people can find us on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Papaholics Podcast, uh, and on Twitter at Papaholics. And if you have any recommendations for shows? Um, I should just say streaming that encompasses everything. Streaming, book recommendations. Um, shoot us an email to papaholicspodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. And let us, <laughs> and please forward, uh, uh, subscribe to our newsletter and then uh, forward it to five to 10 of your best friends so you can have a chance to win one of the fabulous Papaholics notebooks. So, yeah, we're trying to give you guys something. Come we're trying on. to give you guys something. Come, come on, get on the stick. <laughs> For Papa Holly, I'm Steve Hall. I'm Kate Hall. Go out and enjoy pop culture. Bye.